All right, yeah, we are live from Nashville. <laughs> we are we are in town, back at the hometown Nashville, back at the crib. It's funny because Tracy's upstairs, so same house. I was thinking about a way we was gonna do it, like live, where we're all in just one camera shot. But I was like, I don't have the tools for it. Yeah, man. We're gonna get the tools soon, though. We're gonna get it soon. You're gonna get it. But man, you got any plans? It's Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. We appreciate all the stuff that mothers do. Uh what you ask beatings, it? everything. <laughs> <laughs> you got I got plans? my fair share. Me, um, no, my mom is getting she she went to Memphis uh, to see a family friend, so she's getting back today. I got like some little gifts for her and everything. So, bro, I got a question for you. Do you find it hard to find stuff for your mom? Like you you, you can answer this too, Trey. Like is she like does your mom like like does she want anything specifically or is it just like just give me whatever, you know? Uh I feel like whatever. Yeah, kind. Yeah, kind. It just depends like she don't expect nothing too crazy from us. Yeah. Oh, so I usually just go like, I feel like with moms, it's always a good default for like, like a little goodie basket, you know, some candles, chocolates, candles, you know, chocolates, mm -hmm. maybe some like really good smelling lotions and stuff like that. Just you know, but but if you, you know just get like five or six things like like that, just put in a bag. Damn. Good. <laughs> yeah. A little gift card, maybe too. Some, yeah. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. The gift card, yeah. Sure. You got any plans though? Like, do y'all? Uh, we're supposed to be doing some, but we don't know yet because I think Colin's headed this way, and then my dad had to go drop some off at the office, so it'll probably be like later in the afternoon. Oh, okay. okay, cool, cool. We cool. can't be too late because my flight leaves tonight. Oh, yeah. What time are you heading out? I think the flight leaves at nine. Mm. He's at nine. I'll get there around eleven something. I feel that. I feel that. Bet, bet. And it's back to the grind. Mm-hmm. Saw Mama Stribling graduated too. Yep. Graduated mm -hmm. uh, yesterday or Friday. Friday. Yeah. Friday. What so so what she graduated with and where from? With Truveca? Yeah. Okay, uh, cool, cool. I can tell you what it's in. Some type of, like, leadership thing. I don't know. Oh, I'm <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> That's what's up, though, man. Congratulate, congratulations to her. For sure, for sure. Add something else to the resume. Another thing you can pop up in the in the living room. Another diploma to the collection, to the stripping collection. For sure. <laughs> man, I was thinking about, I don't, I was going to do something for the, Science with Uncle Strid, but I don't know what to do. I was thinking of like, cause it was Put, last minute. Think of something, think of something that you recently been doing that you think that would catch my attention. If there's anything. Recently been doing? Yeah. I mean, or something that you looked into. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, these topics would be hella like interesting. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of something that I could explain that's like, understandable because the stuff i'm doing right now it's in like so, layman's terms basically yeah it's so advanced right now it's like i just start, i won't comprehend it yeah, yeah it'll just, <laughs> just be like all right 
cool kind of thing. Um, <laughs> man, I don't know. I might think of something later as we go on. Yeah, I bet, bet. Uh, Trey, what's good with you? Anything new? I'm chilling. <laughs> he chilling out of shape. <laughs> Why are you so close to the TV screen last night, boy? <laughs> I was playing the game. Uh, he was dialed in. He was locked in. He was... <laughs> I get that dub. Uh, Going aggressive in some war zone. But speaking of dubs or lack thereof, man, NBA is getting crazy. It's getting crazy, crazy. Like uh, the Knicks are up there right now, top seed. Like never thought that would have happened. <laughs> and then, man, I was, the Lakers—they might not bad. make it, bro. Down bad, bro. And I and I was on the. Uh, I was on the Xbox last night, and I was talking to, like, Bradley and uh, some people that I lived with back in Chattanooga. And I was looking at, like, they had the standings and stuff, like, while I was watching the NBA game of the West. And I think the Lakers are, like, seventh right now in the West. Yeah. Something like that. So they got, like, I don't know how many games they're, like, far back behind from the sixth spot, but it can't be by yeah. that much. Maybe it's, like, like, it's either half or one because they, they got seventh because they were tied with Portland because they lost uh, the game before Portland. Then Portland was seventh, Lakers were sixth. And I think it was either what uh, they were either tied or it was a half game behind. And mm-hmm. so the winner of that and the series, the regular season series was tied. So the loser of that game was the flip, or the loser of that game was going to get seventh. So they lost and it got flipped. So they're only still half a game behind Portland. So there's like five games left. They went out. If uh, they went out, with some losses from Portland, then they can slide back to six, I think. Let's see, because I'm looking at it right now. So they are, yeah, they're seventh right now behind Portland. Damn, I didn't think Golden State was that bad. I thought Golden State was maybe like, I thought they were higher than the Lakers, but they're lower. No, that's probably, that's why Steph won't win MVP, because their team's not, the team's not winning. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if his team was at least, if this team was at least fifth or sixth, he'd be front runner. He'd be front runner for MVP for sure, mm-hmm. easily. I got a question though. With all these injuries with LeBron and AD, what, what what's your prediction with that man? Because they're seventh right now, so they got to play their their they got to do the playing game right. Well, right, right now, right now they do, but there's a chance they could they could get six back. But mm-hmm. let's say they stay seventh. They stay seventh. One AD AD's playing well. The last game they lost, he played great. He played great. They're missing not only are they missing LeBron, they're also missing Dennis uh, Schroeder, Schroeder, mm-hmm. whatever you, however you want to say it. They're missing him, which he is very important to the success of their offense. So when if when Dennis, I don't know when they come back, but if if LeBron could come back and Dennis, and if AD keeps playing like he's playing, Dennis comes back, LeBron comes back. I think. That they'll win their, uh, they'll win the play-in. They'll make the playoffs. I, they'll make the playoffs. The problem is, it'll come down to when LeBron comes back. If he, if his first game back is the play-in tournament, I don't know. It's tough. But here's the thing: if they're seventh, it's not one and done. Because mm-hmm. if they're seventh, if they lose, they still have one more game to play. If even if they lose, if they're seventh, because seven and eight play. I believe no seven, 
Yeah, yeah. seven and eight play for the seventh. Yeah. And then nine and ten play for the eighth, I think. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> it, it's kind of it's complicated. Hold on, let me look it up then. No, no, no. Here, here's how it goes. Seven and eight play, right? So the winner of that gets seventh. The loser of that plays the winner of nine and ten for the eighth spot. So if you're nine and ten, even if you win one, you have to win two if you're nine and ten. Yeah. I'm looking at two. it right now. It kind of got yeah. like a diagram. Yeah, you have to if you're nine and ten, you got to win two because you have to you have to win nine and ten to to win to play for the eighth seed. So mm -hmm. Lakers I think as long as they make it to the playoffs, they'll be fine. Because I don't think it matters who they play first round. Even if they play Jazz or the Suns, whoever has the first in the West, I don't think it matters. The problem is they just need to squeak out a win in two games for that playing tournament. The problem is they play the Warriors. Right now they play the Warriors first game. Mm -hmm. But I think there's no – it's not a lot – it's not as much pressure people think. Because if they play – let's say they play Warriors, they lose. All right, cool, whatever. They still got one more. They just got to get – they got one more game. You know what I'm saying? It's not a one and done. So mm -hmm. it's a, it's like a – it's not as much pressure. But it also depends when LeBron comes back. Cause mm -hmm. And you got to think about it too because I've been looking at this too. You got to think Denver's going to drop a few games because Jamal Murray's out for the rest of the season. So that's going to be – you know, they're going to lose a few games just by default. I feel like just with him just out in the, right. what he does for the team and everything like that. Um, who else? That's really it for the West. Portland like Utah. could still drop. Portland definitely could drop. Uh, I can see Dallas moving up to, like, the fifth, the, the fourth seed definitely. No. Would. No, 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 You don't think so? No. Actually. Here. Let me look. Oh, yeah, I look at the record. Yeah, there's no, yeah. How no, many more games do they got left of the season? I think five. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I thought they had like 10 more games or something like that. Because the West, the top three in the West are pretty set. One, two, and three are set for, for sure. Uh, actually, top four are set because between, between Denver and Dallas, there's a four and a half game lead between mm -hmm. them. So as long as Denver don't lose every single game left, they're straight. Really, it's between five and six. Five, six. Five, six, and seven is where you're going to see a lot of movement, if there is to be movement. Dallas is, is half a game in front of Portland. Portland is a game and a half above the Lakers. But the Lakers are like two or three and a half above the Warriors. So... If, uh, as long as the Lakers don't lose out, they're pretty much staying here. Mm -hmm. If they could steal, if they win two, Portland win, loses one, then, then they can jump in front of Portland. So the so, real battle is going to be between Dallas and Portland to see who really can maintain that. Exactly. Okay. Because if Dallas loses, if Dallas loses three and Lakers win three, these next three, Portland's fifth, Dallas is seven, Lakers are six, kind mm -hmm. of thing. But We'll see. I don't know. The East is – I think the East is going to be more interesting than anything. Yeah, with Atlanta at fifth and New York at fourth. And I think they're – Because you got yeah, – It's going to be a dogfight between uh, fourth through 
let's see, I want to say seventh. Seventh or eighth. I don't think Charlotte's going to do nothing, bro. I really don't. I don't think they can win majority well, gotta, of those games. They got to do a – yeah. But the interesting part is uh, 76ers first, not Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn's <laughs> only a half a game above Milwaukee. And Milwaukee faded Brooklyn the last time they played. Mm-hmm. And then and then you got a, a six-game difference between the third and fourth. So – yeah, it's pretty that's it's pretty much the top three is is set. Yeah. Trey, what do you got prediction wise? Like who you got who do you think are your top contending teams from each conference, East and West? Uh, and then who's your dark horse teams from each one? Uh top three in the East, probably the top three right now. The 76ers and Nets and the Bucks. Okay. And then in the West, I'd say the Suns. The Clippers and the Trailblazers. You you got Trailblazers in your top wow. three? Wow. That was the that would be my ghost team or like my dark ghost team, my dark horse team mm-hmm. for sure. I think East East is pretty much what it is. It is what it is. The one, two, three, I got Brooklyn, not in that order, but just Brooklyn, 76ers, and Milwaukee. Not in that order. And then the West, I think the Suns. I don't know about the Jazz. Like they have a great regular season, but I think come playoffs, I don't. They're. I don't think people. You think they really play think, too good, too yeah, too great? Because they do. They were they were shooting a three ball at a high clip, like in the like towards the early middle of the season. Like it was crazy what they were doing. They're playing too good a ball too early. So I think the only the top three teams that can really do some damage are um, the Suns, Clippers. And uh, he want to put the Lakers up there, but no, <laughs> Lakers gonna be my dark horse team because for them to make it to the finals, the position they're at, it's a, it's gonna, it's so such a long journey. They're gonna have to be the dark horse team because we know they can do it. If they all mm-hmm. get healthy toward, for playoffs, we know they can do it. But there's never been, I don't think there's ever been an eighth seed, a seventh. Statistic, just statistic. I don't know if a seventh or eighth has won the NBA Finals or not, but to be that low ranked and to make it all the way, it's tough because they mm-hmm. got to do they got to do the. So let's say let's say worst case scenario, they lose the first playing game, they win the second playing game, they're eighth. They have to face the Suns first. So not only do they have to do the whole playoff thing, they have to play two extra games. And for mm-hmm. the Lakers, let's not let's not forget they had two months in the off. They had less than two months after the finals to start the next season. Two months. That If you look at all the teams that are battling these injuries, they're all teams that went deep into the playoffs because and they had that short turnaround. Lakers, injury, tons of injury because of that quick turnaround. Miami with Jimmy Butler. You know, he was a – he played like a dog during the fight. He was played – he played basically every minute of every game and does – you know, he does everything. Dog. Mm-hmm. You got – uh you got uh, uh, Denver with uh, J- Jamal Murray, those those injuries. Uh, and then Miami also got Victor Vito. Like, you can look at all those teams that went deep into the playoffs. That quick turnaround is killing those teams, especially the Lakers and Miami. Because they were in the finals, bam, like a month and a half later, all right, next season. It's, that's tough. 
So I'm not surprised about the injuries and the low, the low management, but for LeBron to have that short off season, condensed schedule, there's a game on every night, basically. Like there's a condensed schedule, right? Mm-hmm. So you have that condensed schedule. They're talking about like they can't, they can barely practice. Then you talk about adding in a play-in tournament to get to the playoffs. And LeBron's 36, 37 now in his 18th, what, 18th year? Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's a long and this, road. And this is the first time I think we ever seen like LeBron really get injured, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, was, when was the last time that you can think of LeBron was out for an injury or like a major the, injury at the that? Fir- the first year with the Lakers, he missed 20 games, but that's the longest he's ever missed, which is 20 games. And, and that was year 16. So he yeah. was he went 15 prior years without any serious injury. Yeah, that's crazy. But so Lakers, my dark horse team for the for the West. Obviously, I I got the Heat as the dark horse team for the East, just because you can never count them out. Uh, and plus, but, they went to the finals like they didn't lose anybody. Like they right. they, they gained Victor Oladipo, which is another defensive threat and offensive, you know. P- potential threat I don't I want to say he is a threat offensively like that but defensively he definitely is but yeah I don't really have a top three it's really just Phoenix Clippers because like Dallas I don't really see them I'm you could I guess the Jazz but I gotta wait till see what they do in the playoffs before I because they're there's they're kind of a young team so Mm -hmm. and they haven't been there before so it's like a different play you know playoffs are different so Mm-hmm. I'd have to wait. So I I'll say from I see I, now I kind of see where where Trey's going with Portland. Think about it. they got Dame, they got mm-hmm. Melo, they got uh, 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 CJ McCollum, they got Nurkic. Like you got those guys, and you got veteran guys coming off the bench like Melo coming off the bench. That's bit that maybe not been there before, but they're vets and they've been in the playoffs. He's been in the playoffs. Obviously, he hasn't been in the big stage of the finals, but he's been to the uh, Eastern Conference finals. So he's been he's been in those situations before. So you got veteran guys like that teaching these young guys. So I I could I can see Portland making a small little run for it, and I wouldn't I wouldn't consider it a dark horse move at all. Really? Yeah. I'll go with um, what's it called for the West, the top three. I'm, I'm putting the Lakers up there just because I feel like you put LeBron on any team, like he's going right. to, he automatically makes them a playoff team and he can do, he's, just the stuff that he's done in his, what, 18 years is just ridiculous, especially going to the finals, like eight years, countlessly. So I'm going to put uh, Phoenix, Lakers. I'm going to put the Jazz up there too. I'm not too sold on the Clippers just yet. Really? Just off- I'm really not. I, Bro, I just really – I'm really PG not. PG is going stupid. I know that, but fine. It's like, you know, when the playoffs come, it's a different season. Like – You're right, but we're talking, change, about, man. we're talking about PG. He not – look. Look. At, look, look, look. I know what I'm you're about to say. I'm not going to count him out. But this, this, this is just my opinion. This is my opinion. You got Mr. Kawhi. Like, you got the claw. Come, come on, on, man. You, you, you can't say you weren't disappointed last year with that performance and what happened. With who? Just the whole team in general. You you really bro, I don't know why. All right, let's 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 get this <laughs> out of the way. Let's get this out of the way. Oh man. This is for, he this gonna is, start arguing. No, just because Mitch ain't on. No, listen, Mitch this, ain't on, he listen, gonna start arguing. Listen, listen, listen. This is for everybody that thought that, that Clippers team last year was gonna win the championship. You were drunk, okay? 
If you, I honestly, didn't think they were gonna win it. I thought they were gonna do something better than that. That performance. No, no, they weren't. It was their first year. No, no, man. It was their first year together. The chemistry. I could tell you the chemistry off off rip. I knew that that wasn't gonna be their 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 year. I, I, that's that's exactly what I expected. I expect them to do well regular season, to do decent in the playoffs, but to come up short. That's exactly what I expect from that Clippers team. That's what I expect. Now, this year, now this year is a little different because it's tough, but this year they, they have a better chance this year. But last year, not disappointed. That's pretty much what I expected. Just like the Lakers first year with LeBron, right? Now, granted, he was hurt for a lot of those games, right? But, and, and it was just LeBron. He didn't have much help at all. But that's what I expect. Everybody thought, oh, Lakers to the ship. No, no, no. I don't think so. Not at all. Just like if the Nets don't make the finals, I will not be shook. Because statistically speaking, you look at the stats, you look at the trends, when you build a super team, usually, or when you get these high-profile guys on a team, usually that first year isn't it. It's always that second year. Sometimes it's the third year, but they got to stay together, build that chemistry. And it's really after that first season, that offseason where they're all there together from the start of the whole offseason together, that's when they make those moves. And then you see the you see the you see the work start to come through. But it's never that first year, ever. Very I agree with you. I agree with you on that, but I just don't see them. I just don't see it. I, just I don't see, see them eyes. <laughs> but you talk about last year. We, but think you also got to look at them from this year. Yes, last year. But last year, yeah, you can. You got to take last year into account to an extent. But if you got to remember, that's last year. We're talking about this year. This year, they've played a lot better. They're a lot more consistent. Paul George is playing on an all-star level. Kawhi Leonard is a, a MVP candidate this year, and he's playing great ball. You look at the whole picture this year, they're a lot better team than last year. So – I'm sold on the Clippers. I've, I've seen, I've watched the, of the games I've watched. They, they, they're gonna be, they're gonna be tough. They're for sure gonna be tough. If Lakers don't make it to the finals, it'd be Clippers and it'd either be Clippers and Jazz or Clippers and uh, wait, Clippers are third. Clippers are third right now, and Jazz are first. Yeah, so it'd either be Clippers and Jazz or Clippers and uh, Suns. No, no. Because Clippers and Subs have to play each other first, right? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, I think the Clippers are making it to the Western Conference Finals. Fair if enough. Not, if not the Lakers. Fair enough. I'll say my dark horse is going to probably most likely be Portland. Um, let's go to the East. East is pretty much locked in for me, just the top three right there. Uh, dark horse teams, I got two, man. I – I'm gonna put Miami up there just because they didn't lose anybody and they gained Victor. Um, and I'm gonna put Boston up there too for my like second kind of like dark horse team that I think well, that might be. Yeah, they I think can they, be, but they haven't been. They've been. I know, I know, but like I just got it's just something with Jason Tatum. It's just like he can go on a scoring spree. That that 60 point game, man, down 32. Like he's trying to come for the kill, man. So I got them as my my second. Dark horse team, I guess. And plus, I think they, yeah, they playing right now. Ooh, but they down <laughs> to Miami. Oh, to Miami. Uh, is it they're down by a lot? 
No, they're down by nine with four minutes in the first. So, I mean, they got plenty, uh, plenty, plenty of time. So, Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's all crazy. And then this playing tournament doesn't help. But while we're at it, let's just look at free agents. Uh, Cal Corver, he's not on the team. I know that. Let's see. Let's see. Because I'm, I'm gonna start making like a little bit of predictions with this one. Because this is gonna be. Uh, let's see. Okay, man, we got Chris Paul, Kawhi, Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry, Demar, Otto Porter, Victor. Uh, got some. We got some names on here. Dennis Schroeder. 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 Alonzo Ball. Derrick Rose. We got a little. Montrez. Lou Williams. PJ. I think the most interesting one out of the top, like, well-known names out of here is probably for me going to be Kawhi. I'm not Kawhi. Uh, Kyle Lowry and uh, DeMar. Seeing where they're gonna go, I think. I don't think. I, I really don't think Kyle is gonna stay in Toronto. I think he might move somewhere else. And same thing with Demar. Really? I think Demar. Like, I mean, like you gotta think about it. Like, Demar hasn't won a ring yet. He he's made his money in the NBA, man. He's he's just trying to get a ring at this point. I feel like you know. Man, uh, they need to go to Lakers. No, <laughs> exactly. Kyle Larry, he already has his ring. Uh, but I just think just he's been with. Toronto for how long? Like six years. I feel like, like he's done tapped out. Not tapped tapped out. I think they might just start to kind of rebuild from the the point guard spot. Because Van Fleet, I think, is up next for that whole team. If don't, not right now, don't they don't they play together though? What do you mean? Like, like they're not the same position, are they? Uh, I feel like they're interchangeable. I mean, don't they both start though? I think so. I don't know, Kyle Lowry. Or Fred I, comes off the bench. I don't know. I like Kyle Lowry as a Raptor. I do too, but you know how these organizations are sometimes, man. They'll just ship you off. <laughs> uh, let Chris Paul be a free agent next year. I think he'll stay. I think I, I think if they do good in the playoffs and everything or see, like, some potential or if they can, like, work something out during the offseason before Chris makes up his mind, I think they'll I think they'll wind up keeping him or signing him again. I don't know why you'd get rid of him, to be honest. I mean, exactly. Especially being think, second I, in the West. I think that is a solid team, to be honest, just with the things that they have going for them right now. I think they just need, like, maybe like an interchangeable three or four that's just a lockdown, you know, that can like yeah. guard that one that one player that might give them trouble. Just just be a pest, basically, just like an off-ball pest, just annoying the hell out of somebody, you know? That's what I kind of say that's, that, that they might need. I'm getting kind of hungry. <laughs> oh, he can't get his chilies. Well, I mean, you still can, but 
Yeah, I mean, I probably won't because, you know, the you know Mother's Day, mom gets to choose. I have been to Chile since I got here. Oh, well, it's always next Sunday, for sure. <laughs> There's always more Sundays to get some chilies. Trey, speak, speaking of chilies, Trey, what's your favorite restaurant? Give me your favorite sit-down restaurant and your favorite fast food restaurant. Sit-down? Yeah, both. Top three. Top three of both. Oh, top three. It. Top three. Top three, yes. <laughs> sit-down? Uh, he don't say Red Robins. <laughs> nah. I feel like, oh, Charlie's because they're rolls. They're rolls really good. I said it would be like three. Then I had Cheddar's at one. Ooh. Cheddar's at one. Ooh. Okay. That's a good restaurant. Two, I'd probably say like Outback. Okay. 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 And then okay. fast food, Zaxby's number one. Mm. Then two, Chick fil A. And then okay. three, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Whataburger, maybe. It's not bad. It's not bad. What about you, Calvin? What's your top three? Ah, man. Sit down. Man. I would say Logan's when they did have it back here. The rolls were pretty good. Uh, Miller's, which is now where Logan's used to be. Uh, and then I'll probably say Yats, man. That's a little Cajun spot by Dix. That's a little, like, Hole in the wall, kind of like mom and pop store. I would hole say, in the wall. not not a hole in the wall, but like it's a it's a mom and pop store. Uh, so fast food, I don't really be eating fast food like that, but definitely have to put Chick Fil A up there. Would you count like Subway as fast food? Uh, yeah, we will just just to make it simple. Okay, I'll put Subway up to fast food, and then. I'll say Sonic just for the like cheddar peppers and mozzarella sticks. So that's why for Sonic. Sonic, I mean, and they drinks. I was I about mean, to say the, they the drinks are undefeated. Yeah, <laughs> I had we went Sonic. I got a frozen uh lemonade. Bro, them things are fire, dude. Strawberry uh, limeades, Route Forty Four. You can't go wrong with it. Oh, for sure. Let's see. My, I'll start with sit down. My favorite sit. My all time favorite sit down is Famous Dave's, but they're not everywhere. It, you yeah, know, they're you've not. Been famous, they, you've been to Famous Dave's? Oh, Ooh. of course, bro. You don't remember we used to go there all the time, like back in high school? Did it was, it was, bro. It was, well, it was when we were in Cool Springs because, you know, making a trip to Cool Springs from Spring Hill, that's kind of a, a drive back then for us. Yeah. But uh, I remember we used to hit Applebee's for the appetizers. Half price apps. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, Famous Dave's if we were in the area. And then, uh, Sweet CC's, bro. <laughs> but that's not uh, like it's not like a fast food. Yeah, I need to. That reminds. I gotta hit up Sweet C's before I leave. I I still haven't been. So I got lazy yesterday. See, okay. I got Sweet CC's around the corner, so I'm just like, ah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite sit down, Famous Dave's, is one. Uh, two is um, uh, uh, two gets tough because it used to be Cracker Bro. I used to love Ooh, the Cracker yeah. Bro. Mm -hmm. um, but do you go I, for their breakfast food or do they go no, for the, the lunch? I go for their lunch. Yeah. Oh, man. See, you missed see no, 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 no. They're, see, if you're going for the breakfast food, it's like I wouldn't take Cracker Bell's breakfast over IHOP or Denny's breakfast. Because, like, that's what IHOP and Denny's do is breakfast. Now, I get Cracker Bell, they do that, but, like, their breakfast isn't better than IHOP's. 
Like their pancakes aren't better than IHOP's pancakes. Like, oh, they're not. my. But that look, is debatable. That is debatable in my in my. It's eyes. not. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> we're gonna start a poll. We're gonna start a poll. I'm gonna start a poll, and then we're gonna get the results. Well, next week. well, here's the thing with a poll is. Oh, a lot of people, no, look, no, I'm saying a lot. Bias. Of people, no, a lot of people don't like Cracker Barrel. So you can do the poll, but a lot of people don't like Cracker Barrel because like There's people that don't like IHOP. No, 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 no. But a lot of people eat and, and go to IHOP. IHOP is bigger than Cracker Barrel. Let's be honest. Like IHOP is huge. People yeah. love IHOP because because you got the crepes, like you got all this stuff that Cracker Barrel doesn't have. It's it's more it has more options and more versatility, right? Cracker and Cracker Barrel, one, it's not everywhere. IHOP is everywhere. Cracker Barrel is like southern. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's southern. It's that niche because once I left Tennessee and went to Missouri and started talking about Cracker Barrel, they're like Cracker Barrel. Like they like Cracker Barrel isn't big outside of you know Cracker yeah, Barrel started in Tennessee, started in Lebanon, Tennessee. So Cracker Barrel is huge in Tennessee. You go outside of Tennessee, it's not as big as we as we think it is because mm -hmm. we're we're in the state that it started in. You got a point, but you got a point. But uh, it used to be my opinion. My opinion. I think they breakfast is better. That's just my opinion. But well, you know, anyway. <laughs> but you ain't gonna agree with it. So uh, now I'm not saying their breakfast is bad though. Let me. But not, you would prefer IHOP, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. But uh, it used to be Cracker Barrel. I haven't been there in a minute though. And last time I went, it just didn't hit. So I was just like, ah. But it used to. It was like uh, Famous Dave's. Cracker Barrel and like Texas Row House or like Logan Row House, same thing. Yeah, you got the roll stuff. That's my top. That used to be my top three. Now it's probably it's still Famous Dave's, even though I haven't been in forever because there's not a Famous Dave's in close to where I live. But I still love Famous Dave's. Right now it's still probably uh, Texas Row House and three is Chili's. I'm gonna like switch. Current, that's my current list. I'm gonna switch it up for you. Now if you're back in Missouri. Or back in Texas, would your sit down spots change, or are they still the same? Because mine will change if I'm back in Chattanooga. Well, I mean, my favorites wouldn't change, but where I go more often would, because there isn't a famous Dave's close to yeah. San Antonio. So, like, famous Dave's still my favorite, but I just wouldn't go there as often. Uh, mm -hmm. But like two and three is still the same because there's they got Texas Roadhouse out there, obviously, and they got uh, a Chili's, obviously, because I go every Sunday. So, I mean, my list would still change now. Hit my sit down, my my fast food probably changed regionally. Right now, it's obviously uh Whataburger. Oh no, Zaxby's, even though it's Zaxby's, Whataburger, and then three is uh <laughs> I don't know my third because I either go to Zaxby's or Whataburger for fast yeah. food. But three, if if there's one close, I probably just Sonic by default. Simply because of their drinks, not even mm. their actual food, but like you talk about the slushies, the limeades, the frozen lemonades. Like you can go get you, you know, just a burger, some tots, and you know, you get the drink. The drink is what you're really going for. Ooh, but you're yeah, gonna, he's gonna get a burger, some tots on the side kind of thing. <laughs> so Sonic is up there. Or no, let me take that back. Third is Chick Fil A. I forgot about Chick Fil A. But See, my problem with Chick Fil A, it's too expensive for me, so I rarely go. It's yeah, it can get pricey. It, it can get pricey, pricey sometimes. It can Especially get pricey. Their portions aren't very big. Like a three piece at Chick fil A, you know, their strips this big. That's not enough. So, like, I'm adding extra strips. Next thing you know, it's a $15 meal for one person. I might as well just go to Chili's. 
see, if I was back in chat, my sit downs would definitely change. Like they had this little spot called uh, New York Street Deli or whatever. Dude was straight from New York, Italian dude, just right. knew how to whip up some of the best like sandwiches, like roast beef, pastrami, you name it, they got it. Uh, that would be my first for sure. And they got specials every day and stuff like that, or like sandwich of the day and stuff like that, which was pretty solid. Uh, what is this one place, man? There's this one wing place that was right on like the main street. Oh, I forgot the name of it, but they had some great shit like roasted Chipotle wings, man. So good. Um, let me see. What would my third be? I haven't gone there in a while because they tore it down, but I would say Genghis Grill. Even though they have one here, I haven't been to it, but the one back in Chattanooga was pretty solid. Right. So Genghis Grill is pretty, pretty solid place before they tore it down. But uh, you ever been to Genghis Grill? No. Would you ever go? I don't know what it is. It's like Mongolian food, like stir fry, if you like that stuff. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to do see you like low? Do, do you like low main, like noodles? Not really. I mean, okay. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, it's not that I don't like. Like, yeah, I do, but it's like, it's, I feel like you were very strict, like what you eat, like, like steak, chicken, like well, potatoes, like when, well, when it comes to restaurants, here's the thing: when it comes to restaurants, like I'm, I'm always like I'll try anything. But when it comes down to me going to, like, if I'm hungry and I want to go to you get something to, to eat, you know. I want to make, right, I, like, I like to go to Chili's because I know what I'm going to get. I know it's going to be good and I'm going to eat all of it. Now, if I'm hungry and I'm going to a restaurant I've never been to and it's different kinds of food, if I go there and get something that I don't like, I've got to pay for it. Then I have to pay to pick something up on the way home because I'm still hungry because I didn't like it. <laughs> so then it becomes this weird dynamic where it's like, like if I if if uh if I'm not hungry or like you know I could eat and I was like oh you want to try this spot cool that's one thing but if I I'm ready to eat and I'm trying to go to this different style of food that I've never had or whatever then it's like and uh, that's tough, you know yeah I feel that I feel that but it's not that I'm don't want to try it it's just the the situation for real like but but like let, like let's say this let's say somebody wanted to go to this fancy like uh restaurant or whatever and it's some foreign type food that i've never tried for they're like oh you want to go here and they're like i'll pay i'm always down you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, ain't gotta, I ain't gotta spend no money then i can you know test the waters or whatever but i gotta pay first i don't know how expensive the food is if it's a different you know what i'm saying i don't want to mm -hmm. go and drop 40 bucks on something i don't like because then i'm hurt because yeah. then i gotta go with wendy's get a four before because i'm still hungry <laughs> So it's just the situation's tough. Like when it comes like, but you know, if I go to a restaurant I've never been before, but it's American food, or if it's like some restaurant that I've never heard of, but it's like American type food, I can always get a steak and a baked potato. You know what I'm saying? Like there's always a, re you know, certain restaurants. They always got chicken fingers as a backup, as the right. worst, as like, if there's nothing that Ex you like, exactly. bro, you got some chicken tenders that exactly. you can get. <laughs> so, so some restaurant, like, you know, I usually always say I can find something to eat at a restaurant. So if I go to, you know, whatever, whatever, as long as they serve, if they serve steaks, I know I'm good. I'll always ask, like, do they, do they serve steaks? They're like, yeah. So, all right, I'll check the menu out. And if there's nothing that I see that I like, I'm just get a steak and a potato. You know what I'm saying? It's a safe mm -hmm. bet. But if we, like, uh, like yesterday we went to a Mexican restaurant. I almost never eat Mexican food just because 
I just, you know, when I'm at, you know, I don't go out. When I do go out, it's Chili's. Like, so I rarely go Mexican food because I don't, I don't like spicy food. I don't like, a, I don't like avocado. I don't like guacamole. So there's a lot of stuff that they use that I don't like. And they mm-hmm. already be putting it in there. So I kind of just don't try to deal with it. But we went to this res- Mexican restaurant downtown Nashville. I forget the name of it. But it's part of that new section that they just built where it's got like, it's crazy. Like Nashville's changed so much. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I'm looking on the menu. I was like, oh, I don't know what I want. So I'm like looking, looking, looking. And I found, a, you know, I like burritos. So usually I go to Mexican restaurants, I just go straight to the burritos, right? Look at the burritos. And there's this, uh, me and Trey got the same thing. It was called <laughs> like something chicken. I was like, oh, I'll get this. And so uh, I get, I end up getting it. And I was like, no avocado, no guacamole. I don't like rice. I don't like, uh, I don't like, I don't like fancy rice. So like I eat plain white rice, like Asian style, plain white rice. Mm-hmm. I'll just add either some butter and some sugar or whatever. But I don't like when you start doing stuff to the rice, right? So I get I didn't got the rice out of it with beans, fire, like fire burrito. You know what I'm saying? But like when I go to Mexican restaurants, I always default to a burrito if they if I don't see anything else I like because I know I can just get either chicken or beef with the beans, the 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 little queso sauce they put on there, and mm-hmm. whatever whatever. Which is I know a topping. I can, Right, and I know I can always take the rice out. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? If I got the beef, the cheese, the beans, and the the, the lettuce, whatever else, the pico de gallo, as long as that's in there and no rice, I'm good. So, <laughs> so I usually can find something to default to, but it gets tough. I feel that. I'm not really much of a picky eater. Only thing I do not like is gyros or gyros. I do not like lamb. That's the only thing I would not eat. You don't like lamb? See, when it comes to meat, I'll eat any meat. Like, I'll eat, like, lamb, crocodile, alligator, crocodile, raccoon. Bro, it doesn't – if you – if somebody goes out and hunts it and brings it to the house or brings it to me, I will eat it. I've never heard somebody say crocodile before. I've heard of, like, frog legs, squirrels. Anything. um, I'll eat any meat. Deer, like, deer's obviously very common. I don't know why I said that, acting like it wasn't common. But crocodile? What what, what does that even taste like? What's the texture like for that? Because that just – Just chicken? Like, Like, just the meat of it. As long as you're not eating, like, you're not eating the skin. Is it, like, tender, rough? Like, is it, like, a steak, chicken? Like, how, chicken. Like how would you? It's like a chicken. Really? Yeah. Okay. But, like, because my dad uh, brought some uh, alligator home once. But, uh, like, when it comes to meat, all you get, like, I can eat. As long as you just season it right, I'm good. I'll eat it, meat, whatever. It's the... It's the sides that I get picky with. Like, because I don't like onions. You know, I don't like ranch, mayo. So, like, you know, when people make sauces and they throw mayo in there, I don't like none of that stuff. So, like, if I have some type of meat, the only thing I need with it, like, you can bring me lamb, squirrel, raccoon. If you bring me a meat, if I got a baked potato with it, I am straight. I'm good. All I need is a baked potato. Potatoes the default side. I'm you can't good. go wrong with a good baked potato, bro. Baked potato really or some can. mac and cheese. You can't go wrong with that. We good. You really can't. Good. You can't go wrong. That's the only some, area I'm not picky is meat. Or some baked beans with some meat or some uh, uh, some hamburger meat or bacon in it. Yeah. That's a good go-to as well. Can never go wrong with that. Uh, what's this uh, little finance section you got, man? I've been seeing oh, this. man, look. First I've of been all. Seeing, I've been seeing this lately. So, look. So you know Educate I'm like me. a I'm like a I'm like a, a amateur investor, right? So I, I put my I invest my money very uh, uh very passionately, right? So uh, 
let me just back up a little bit. So, you know, I, I have money in a lot of different stocks, right? This is free game. Everybody take notes if you're listening <laughs> or watching. So I, I put my money in. Let me first say that I am not a licensed uh, financial advisor. I, I, I'm i not telling you to do anything with your money. I'm just telling you what I do in my personal research. experience. Right. So let me first say I'm not licensed. So I'm not telling you what to do with your money. Just got to say <laughs> that just to cover me legally. <laughs> I've, I've, I've had money invested in stocks for a while. Um, I had to liquidate. I read across the mercy. I had to liquidate all of it. But when the stock market crashed because uh, of COVID, I put in like $430 into back into my stocks, right? And it's grown astronomically since then. But I've been always, I've, but I've always invested in, in companies, stocks. Now, and this, I, was, I always wanted to get into the crypto world. But crypto is not the same as stocks. So I had to do some research first. I had to figure out what's what. And I had to, you know, kind of learn the crypto market first, which takes, takes a little bit. And, you know, and, you know, Bitcoin, right, which is huge. Bitcoin's huge. But Bitcoin's worth like $55,000 for one share. So if you're not in Bitcoin already, there's kind of no point in getting in it unless you just have tons of money. But like people like us, we don't have $55,000 set aside to just buy a share of Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. Now they have, now you can buy fractional shares of it, but back, they just started fractional shares of Bitcoin. You had to buy a full share at once, not that long ago. Or since then, since they, from the inception to just recently, you had to buy a full share. So I was like, too expensive. So like, there's no point in trying to get in on Bitcoin. You don't have the money. You got to have a lot of upfront money. So I heard about Dogecoin. I, I call it Dogecoin, but Dogecoin, <laughs> it is a crypto. It's fairly new. I believe it started in like 2016, but in 2016, it was like a fraction of a penny is what a share costs, right? Well, now uh, people like Elon Musk and uh, Mark Cuban are getting behind it because they believe it's going to end up being like a, uh, Bitcoin where it's going to be worth tens of thousands of dollars for one share. But it, right now, it's, I think, you know, it's Mother's Day. I think as of right now, it's worth like 50 cents a share or something like that. But what I, I found it, right? I was like, oh. 50 cents a share right now? Yeah, like it, it's cheap. It's a cheap oh, crypto. Sure. That's why a lot of people are getting in on it now because if you can buy a lot of them at 50 cents a share later Bro. down the road when it's thousands and thousands of dollars a share. If you can if you can sit on that for if people can be patient for three years or whatever time it may exactly. be. Exactly. That's 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 the idea. It's the long-term game, obviously. Now uh, so I, so when I got in, it was like 25, 30 cents a share when I got in. I bought a lot. I got like a few, I got a few thousand shares of it. And so Bro, when I tell you, when I've been telling all my friends to get in on it now, especially people like I'm still a college student, so I don't have money like that. Um, and, you know, when you're fresh out of college or when you're starting to get your feet set in the job industry, you don't have a huge amount of money saved up over time. You know, you're just getting started. So you don't have a lot of money. So I'm trying to tell my friends now, put in what you can now. But while it's under a dollar, because, you know, 50 cents a share, you put in $10, it's 20 shares. Back when it was 30 cents a share, you know, I put in a few hundred dollars. I had a thousand something shares, right? So you want to get in now while it's under a dollar so you can afford, you're not trading one for one. Once it's a dollar, this is this is some my terminology I've, I've came up with. One for one is when you, when one, when a share costs a dollar, your one dollar buys you one share. That's a one for one trade. That is the, that's the threshold for a lot of stocks that I buy because I don't have a lot of money. 
So like I try to, when I first started, I was trying to buy stocks that were close to a dollar as possible so I could trade a one for one ratio. Well, mm-hmm. obviously what you want is when you first buy stocks or crypto, you want to buy them under a one to one ratio. So like right now your $1 can get you two shares of uh, uh, big, uh, Dogecoin, Dogecoin. That's a one to two ratio. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Now, eventually like Bitcoin is nowhere near one to one. Your one dollar gets you like point oh 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 one percent of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. That's the that's where you want it to eventually get after you've bought as many as you can at or under the one to one ratio, right? Hey, Finest, quick thing. This is on Robinhood, right? Because I just looked it up. Yeah, that's what I that's what I get. It okay, through. yeah, you're right. There's fifty fifty four cents a share. You're right. 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 Fifty four. 54 cents, right? So it's it's close to a one to two ratio, you know, close enough. So you want to get as many as you can. So if you put in $200, you get 400 shares. Now, down the road, if you have, if there, it's $10, a sh- it gives up to $10 a share, your $400 turns into what, uh, 4,000? 400 mm-hmm. times 10, it turns into $4,000. And as it grows, it multiplies. But the key to getting in, this is getting in on stock or crypto early. The key is to buy as many as you can under that one-to-one ratio. Then when it gets one-to-one, I'll still buy stocks or shares, but I'll buy less. Because like right now, if I put in 100, I get a lot back. But then when it's a dollar, I put in 100, I get 100 back. It's a one-for-one trade. So I'll still buy them. I just won't buy as much because it's starting to cost more money. Then once it gets up to $5 a share, then that's when, you know, for me personally, I don't have the money to just buy hundreds of shares. I'll buy maybe one or two a week type thing, you know, because you're talking five, 15, 20, 25, $30 to really buy multiple shares. Mm-hmm. Then once it gets to 10, $20 a share, for me, it becomes unaffordable to buy multiple shares. Then I'm only buying one share a week type. Then, you know, eventually it begins to the point where I can't afford to buy anymore. So I got to buy as many as I can now before I can't buy anymore. Cause I want to get, you know, that's, the thought of trying to get in on it now mm-hmm. because down the road, I mean, if you got three, 4,000 shares and it gets up to $50,000 a share, you're talking about 150 million plus in just <laughs> one crypto. Like, yeah. crazy. so I've just been telling everybody get in on it now while you can, cause it's going to go up. I was, I was telling my friends at like, 50 cents a-, a share, dude, like that. You can't, I feel like that you, you just have to, especially with people like, Mark Cuban and uh, who, who's other dude you Elon said? Elon yeah. Elon. With people like that with their profile and like their resume and everything that's trying to get behind it and everything is just like, why oh, yeah. not? You know, like yeah. it's a good investment. Like if they're trying to get in with it, you know, like why not join this? Why not hop on the train, bro? Right. Like, and it's, <laughs> it's not like it's a company where, you know, if a company accidentally does something, then it crashes. It's not a company. It's crypto. So like it, you know, the likelihood of it crashing is low. Like once it's up, now, it might variate a little bit between, like, you know, it might be, because I think yesterday or this past weekend had got up to 70 cents a share. Now it's down mm-hmm. to 50. But two, three weeks ago, it was 20 cents a share. Now it's up to 50. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it'll vary, but it's not a company. Um, you know, it's not like it. the stock is, you know, it's not like its business is going to out make the outcome of, this, of the stock, per se, because it's not a company. So once it starts to make its tick up, it's more or less going to stay at that level. So once it, I think eventually once it gets to a dollar, it's going to stay about a dollar. It might go up to a dollar 10. It might drop down to 80 cent.
But then, you know, maybe a year, two years later, it's going to be at five dollars. It might get up to five thirty. It might drop to four eighty. But then eventually it get up to ten. Then it's going to twenty, thirty, you know, a thousand. Just just like Bitcoin. Bitcoin started off pennies. Now fifty thousand dollars for one share. So mm-hmm. it's gotten up to sixty thousand. So you know, but if Bitcoin's not a company that you know, maybe they came out and say something racist, then people stop buying it, stock drops. Like it's not an entity. It's literally just cryptonic money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's going to go, the value is going to go up over time. And the likelihood of, now I'm not saying it won't crash. There is always a possibility. The likelihood isn't as high of a risk as it is with the company. Because yeah. Ford, Ford could come out and make a new line of trucks. I have money in Ford. I have a lot of money in Ford. It's one of my favorite stocks. Very stable. Ford could come out with a line of trucks uh, next year, and these line of trucks end up having a malfunction to where the the tires fall off or like the axle breaks on a bunch of their models. Ford's stock is going to plummet. They could go out of Bad. business. They go bankrupt, mm-hmm. right? That's always a risk for something. Like, you don't know, you know, they might produce something that ends up being terrible. People pull out of the company because people are dying because we're talking about a you know vehicle They're on the interstate. Tires malfunction, you can't have that. Or axles malfunction, you can't have that. Especially American-made car, that would right. It, yeah, it, <laughs> exactly. You know, it's gonna. It would if you have money in Ford, it would cripple you. But when a company, there's always that risk of them something happening to do that. Well, just like I keep saying, crypto. You know, there is no product to to go to make them go negative to drop. You know what I'm saying? So it's a they don't have an office building. It's basically right. it's like they don't have a like a headquarters or anything. They don't like sell that. like <laughs> sell a product that could turn out being bad. Like, it's just crypto. Like so, I think it's a safer bet than the average stock market. But that's just my financial talk. Little 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 two cents. Put right. put a game it's, on everybody. Look look here look. Like we still talk about. Let me. So I'm trying to let me let me share some of my thoughts for people listening free game <laughs> uh so here's here's because a lot of here's a lot of, here's what a lot of people don't know about crypto or like the difference so this is what the reason why i didn't get into it as early as as early as i could have crypto doesn't so because it's not a company it doesn't pay back dividends so 70 percent of the stock market return is not from the appreciation of the value of the stock it's the dividend which is Basically, you own a percentage of the company. When they make their money, you get a percent. It's usually a small percent unless you own a ton of stock. But they pay you a check every quarter. Most companies, some companies don't, but you got to redo your research. But we're talking about dividend-paying stocks. They pay you every quarter. They pay you an amount of money because you own a piece of the company, right? If you own 2% of Apple, whatever Apple get their revenue, you get 2% of it, right? That's how it works. Crypto, it... There is no payout dividend. There is no dividends. So the 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 increase in value is a hundred percent the appreciation of the value of the stock or the share, right? So and I only buy stocks that pay out dividends. I want a paycheck every quarter from each from each company I partially own. That's my strategy when I invest, which is you know whatever because seventy percent of your return is usually from dividends, right? So. People ask, well, if crypto doesn't pay you back, how do you make your money? Well, at some point you have to liquidate it, right? You could have you could have $200 million in Bitcoin, but if you don't liquidate it, you can't spend it, you can't use it. You just, yeah, you own it, but you have you can't use it unless you liquidate it, which means you shell your shares of it, right? So what I what I try to tell people is here's how it would work. Let's say we both get in on Dogecoin, right? 
let's say we put in X amount of money and let's say 10 years down the road, our portfolio is worth a hundred million dollars. Like let's just, let's just say 10 million, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you have $10 million now, what you would do is you wouldn't liquidate all of it. You would just liquidate. Let's say we liquidate a million, right? Isn't there, isn't there like some like taxes and everything that has to go with it yeah. too? Like how much I, yeah, I, you, you, yeah. You never get the, you never get the full amount. There's going to always be some yeah, taxes yeah. taken there's out. A, yeah. <laughs> but to make the math and make the example simple, let's ignore taxes for a second. Okay. So you, let's say you liquidate a million, right? Well, you take that million. So you have nine mil still left in the, the dose coin. You have a million in your bank account. Let's say you just direct deposit. Well, you take that mill and you invest it into something that pays back or that you can make return on. So I also have a fundraise account, which is real estate investment. I have a real estate portfolio that I have invested money in. So my goal is eventually whenever I get however much, hopefully, let's just be optimistic, 10 million from Dogecoin, just Dogecoin, not even my other companies. I'm going to liquidate a million, take that million, I'm going to put it to fundraise because in fundraise, I make... Uh, last year, I did 9% return on my money investment. Nine, so I got 9% return in dividends. It's all in dividends. 9% return in dividends from my real estate. Well, if I put in a mill and let's say next year, I do a nine, I'm averaging 9%. Because this year, I'm going to pace for like 10.5%. Fantastic. But let's just say 9%. If I take the mill from Dogecoin, put in my real estate portfolio, and I make 9% on that, that's $90,000. That's $90,000, and I don't do a thing. Mm -hmm. right so then let's say dogecoin it's nine mil let's say it appreciates over time another five years down the road it's worth a hundred mil well i could take i don't know uh, let's say i take 99 mil out of that put 99 mil in the fund rise i got a hundred mil in my fund rise right well mm -hmm. what's 10 percent of 100 mil 10 mil that's me that's what i make mm -hmm. off of my fund rise that's just the dividends that's not me taking out that's not me touching the principal. That's literally just the dividends that gets paid to me, right? Ten mil, hold on, hold on. That's 10 oh. mil a year, Calvin. A hold year. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But you're talking about the dividends and everything that you get. Are you read like, read like the dividends that you get? Are you putting that back into it? Or are you taking the money out? That's the I thing. Feel like you, can you, do, you can do whatever you want. Now, if I'm on this level, I'm going to just, if I'm on this level, let's say I have 100 mil because of Dogecoin, I took money of that, put 100 mil into my, uh, my real estate, I'm making a 10% return, right? So a 10 mil, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it depends what you want to do. Now, be, now, you know, you could take the 10 mil, put half back into it. So mm -hmm. over time, it all, it increased, increased. So down the road, it'd be like next year, it'd be 11 mil. The next year, it'd be 13 mil. You know, as you increase the value of your portfolio, you get more back. Or if you're cool with, you know, getting 10 mil a year, like it depends if I'm working, if I'm working a job, I could take just a mill out and put nine, the nine mil back in there. You know what I'm saying? Or if I don't, let's say, cause at that point you're making 10 mil a year, you could quit your job. You could just live off of 10 mil a year. And just live and do that same little right. thing. That and same thing. The next over. year, the next year, <laughs> let's say it's 9%. Okay. It's nine mil. Oh, cool. Or, you know, let's say it goes down you have a bad year you get 5% return. It's still five mil. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then let's mm -hmm. say one year you have a great year. That's you get 12%. That's 12 million a year that for that year. So, I mean, and then you could do what you want with it. If, cause honestly, if it was me, let's say right now, I would just take the 10 mil and just budget to live off of one mil each year and just reinvest the rest of it for the next 
10 years. Living off of one mil a year. Right. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's if you, the, if you keep on living by the means like you live right now, obviously, right. Oh, like, if you get more, obviously, if you get, you know, more money, I mean, there's going to be some things that, more expensive things that you'll buy and everything. But if you budget yeah. and do everything right, a mil, like, a mil for an average person in the U.S., that's and, and look, Calvin, Simple. you're Calvin, you're not doing a thing. You're sitting on your butt. It's not like you know, I'm going out and working these 80 hour weeks. From the Dogecoin investment, I liquidated a small percent, right? I only liquidated a total of what? Well, I said 99 mil after I got up to 50, 150 mil, but you don't liquidate all of it. So I still have a hundred mil in Dogecoin, right? Mm-hmm. And then you but the whole the whole point of this example is Whenever you have an investment that doesn't pay out return, it's solely on the appreciation of the value of it. Once it gets to a high enough point, you take some of it out and you just invest it into something that will give you money back. And then you can just live off of that. So, I mean, that's just where I'd be at mentally is like, I'm just trying to get to that point. I'm trying to mm-hmm. get to that level where my, my goal is, is, is my, one of my goals is to have, uh, um, put a have a million dollars in my uh real estate portfolio, build it up to a million dollars. So if I can make nine ten percent return on that, that's ninety thousand. I can you know I can live off of that. Or, you know obviously I'm still I'm gonna work till I die. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna ever really retire retire. So you know ninety mil coming in as on the side. You know you say you got this job. You know let's say I got a job. Uh, you know say I'm a professor whatever whatever I'm making. Let's just say. 80, 80k right 80k and i got this 90k coming in on the side from not doing anything straight cooling you cool it stress-free you ain't hey you hey great in papers just knowing that right. you got money set aside you're like you know if something falls through bro the university don't want me no more I'm like, I'm I'm doing, at this point i'm doing it for fun and they just pay me to have fun exactly right? So that's just that's just where I'd be at mentally. That's how I think about my investments, my invest, and you know, and I just be trying to help people out. I'd be trying to tell my my boy, my boys, my buddies, boys, whatever. Like, hey, look, I just invested in this. Y'all don't have to. Like I say, I'm not a licensed financial advisor. You know, I don't handle people's money for money. I just all the advice I give is just me just trying to help people out that I know. And I'm just like, hey, I did this. I I did this. I think it's a good investment. If you want to, you should. But if not, hey, you know. You can do you, bro. <laughs> right. You know, I'm just be trying to help out. But it was funny because we was talking about Dogecoin yesterday because uh, it was doing really, really well this past weekend. And Trey was, we was all in the truck. Trey was like, somebody make me an account. You got to be 18 to have a fun rise. Or oh, to have a Robin yeah. Hood. <laughs> so, like, me, my mom, uh, Kylan was setting up his Robin Hood. Me, my mom, my dad, we're all just sitting there buying Dogecoin because it was dropping. We were buying it. Like, oh, yeah, we got to buy it because it's going to go up. And Trey was like, I want some Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> somebody buy me some. This dude. Uh, Trey was like, ah, bro, I want to be some. I need some. Hey, he, hey, hey, I mean, he's, he's uh, young. He's trying to get a little piece of the, a little piece of it. Why not? <laughs> Try to help yeah, him out. well. By the time Trey get 18, Dogecoin going to be past that one-to-one ratio. Oh, yeah. But, Trey, you just got to save your money up. So when you – you need to start working. All that if you, money – you living at the house in high school, all the money you make from working, I save all that up and put it to – you need a fun rise. I love fun rise. It's my favorite. 
I've been, you told me about Fundrise and everything. I need to, I need to like look into that. I downloaded the app and everything, but just haven't like taken the time and yeah. actually like went through it and actually like got familiar with like Bro, everything it's so, on there. Uh, it's super user-friendly and it's one of those apps where it, it does everything for you. You just put the money in, it does everything for you. Like I don't do, I really? don't do a thing. Yeah. I just put the money in and it, I mean, I made 9% return. The The average return in the stock market, the SP 500, the average return in the stock market is 6%. So anytime you can add, you know, any anytime I get six percent or higher return in a year on an investment, I consider that a win for me because mm-hmm. it's either as good as the stock market or better. I did nine percent, so I'll take it. And this year I'm on pace for like ten point six percent. If I do ten point six percent, right now all my money's being reinvested too, so I'm not making enough dividends to live off of none. So mm-hmm. I just reinvest it, but. I hope some <laughs> giving out free game. I need to start. I need to do one of those. You ever see those ads where they're like, "Are you tired? <laughs> are you tired of living a nine to five, making seven minimum wage? Swipe, <laughs> swipe up, and I'll show you the key to starting your own successful business." Uh, <laughs> I need to start doing those webinars to to and start charging people two hundred dollars for our <laughs> webinar. Fine, trying to do. He's trying to make it by any means, any avenue. Bro, I'd be seeing those ads on Instagram where they're standing in front of like a Ferrari. And it's like, man, I used to work a desk job. Now I make $150,000 a year. You want to learn how to do the same? Swipe up. (laughs) Oh my God, this is so corny. Uh, So cringe. Knowing that Ferrari, probably a rental. Right. Oh, (laughs) for sure, rental. Some of of them, though. Some of them. That's actually theirs. Yeah, someone like Google them. They like they're for real success story. Like they'll that shows their story. Like they started, they was flipping burgers at McDonald's. And I was watching one dude. This is how I got into Robin Hood. because uh, I wanted to get into buying stock, but I didn't want to go to a stock broker because you got to pay them whatever, whatever. I wanted to do it myself. And so I saw this YouTube video where this guy did it all his own. This I muted myself on accident. He got a Robin Hood and he he made he made a million dollars his first year on Robin Hood because he was working at like McDonald's, something like he was working some kind of job that he just did not like, like McDonald's or some kind of fast food. And he's like, he had saved up $26,000 in his savings account. So he heard about Fundrise and he, he kind of learned a little bit about day trading or not Fundrise, Robin Hood, about day trading. So he took all his life, he say, I wouldn't do this. It's a little aggressive. It's risky. Took, Very risky. $26,000, put it into his Robin Hood. And then he started looking at stocks, you know, whatever, whatever. And he's, so he's found a stock and he saw it drop a lot. He put all 20, he bought 26,000 worth of this stock at low. And then later that day, it went up. He sold it. He made like $50,000. Then he would take all of what he just, all of it, the 50,000 plus 26. He went down again, bought it at the bottom, went back up, sold it. And he was like, he said, I think he said like after his first month, he made like a hundred thousand dollars, something like that, something crazy. And then, uh, then he started like only taking a certain percentage. So if he lost it, he still had money. But then after his first year, he made like a million, a million plus just doing that day trading. I was like, what? I was like, just was like, risky like, though. Oh, it is risky. I would so yeah, risky. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Now I, I probably would have, I probably would have. I don't day trade. I'm long term. I buy the stock and I let it sit. I I, I want the dividends. So people, I don't re- I don't understand day trading. I really don't. Day trading is you literally sit in front of your computer. So let's say you go to Ford, the, the Ford stock. You sit in front of your computer, and you let's say you put a thousand dollars in. 
You sit in front of your computer. When it drops low, you buy it. You buy a thousand dollars worth. Then when it goes back up, you sell. And then you 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 sell it when it's up and you make a profit. Then you take that money, you wait. You go, it goes back down, you buy again. It goes back up, you sell again. You just sit there all day in day trade. That is so stressful. Now they have they have algorithm, they have algorithms or programmings now where you can make a limit order where you could tell, like right in Robinhood, you can be like, hey, when if when this stock gets to 56 cents a share, buy this amount. And then you can put an order where when the stock gets to 90 cents a share, sell this amount. So you can have it to where it does it for you, where you don't have to sit. Like back in, back in the day, they literally would just sit in front of the computer. Yeah. yeah, but now they have it to where you can just set that and then you can just go about your day and it would do it automatically for you. But I, I yeah, that's that's not for me because uh one, I have I have stuff to do throughout the day and I feel like everybody does. <laughs> yeah, and two is uh I'm in the long term. That's short term. Like if you're just trying to make quick bucks, right? Right now, that's day trading. If you're talking about long term, the dividends. That's what I want. I want to basically have my Robinhood every quarter is like, bam, here's fifty thousand dollars from all your stocks, kind of thing. That's yeah, what I want. I feel that. I feel that. So good that, talks. Good talks. Good game. Right. That was. <laughs> that was a little side note well it was on the it was on the notes but he's <laughs> trying to educate but uh what we got next are we on lunch tables already i believe we are how many you got i got i got one and a half maybe are right, you doing lunch tables i got one you got one uh, Dude, i got one specifically hold on trey do you watch marvel dc like all that stuff not a lot okay well this one is just probably for finest then Cause I thought Mitch was gonna be on it too, cause it was dedicated to Mitch, but he ain't on it, and I didn't know Trey was gonna be on. So, anyways, uh, I'll go for my first one. Fine. Uh, I, so, with this question, if you first thing DC or Marvel, which one are you picking first? Uh, Marvel. Okay, Marvel. Describe to me the whole plot if you were a Marvel character. How like you would be the Ooh. superhero? Like, how would you describe the plot? Like, what's your superpowers? Enemies, all that. Like, give, give, give me a give me a detailed description of how that would look like from from you. All right, all right. Ooh, this is gonna be a long, a lengthy answer. Okay. <laughs> and that's why I wanted to ask you and Mitch because I said this question. So we're gonna ask Mitch next week. All right. So look, some of this is gonna sound like I've thought about this already, but I just, but not all of it is the power. Right here, all right. Let me just start. All right. Here's the plot. So I'm older. I'm a little older. And I'm still a uh, a physicist and I'm working at a lab, right? This is how I get this is the, how I get the powers, right? I'm working at a lab. I'm working on <laughs> I'm working on uh, molecular manipulation, right? And so I'm trying to work on a teleportation device, but there's two types of teleportation devices, right? You have the molecular manipulation teleportation and you have the uh, the the dimensional transfer uh, teleportation or like a how do I explain this? All right, I'm just not getting deep into that. I'm just working on teleportation, right? All right. <laughs> so obviously, some something goes wrong, as it goes wrong, and I get end up in the middle of some radiation, yada yada yada. Bam! I get my powers, and I can teleport. But it's more than that. It's molecular teleportation. So what that means is my molecule. I control my molecules to where they can create wormholes to go from one space and time to another space and time without actually traveling through the space, right? It's like a wormhole. 
or Eisenberg, Eisen Rosen Bridge, something like that, right? But what that also means is I can manipulate my molecules, which means I could also decrease the space between them or increase the space between them. So I got density manipulation. So I can control how dense I am, which also leads to superhuman strength, okay? So that means that like, if a truck was coming, I could increase my density to where I'm like a thousand pounds and run right into it. Kind of like Luke Cage kind of, right? Mm -hmm. All right, so, cause there's like some caveats to the power. So like I got the teleportation is just a, a, a product of this molecular manipulation. So I can teleport, I got the density enhancement. Um, I also have, uh, I can make clones, right? If I can manipulate my molecules, I can obviously make clones of molecules. So I got those three of the main powers, teleportation, the density enhancement and the clones, right? Now here's the plot. Well, I don't know how the plot would be for, I just end up being a superhero. Yeah. Um, whatever, whatever. But uh, that's pretty much the powers. So there are catches to these powers. One catch is obviously the more clones I make, the weaker I am, okay? But here's the thing with the clones. I can't dissipate. I can't just, the clones can't just go away. I have to fuse back with the clones. That's one catch. So if I make a clone and he gets kidnapped or he gets killed, if I if I want to get the, the powers back or like, not powers, but like his, because like we make two different clones. He learns one thing. I don't learn mm -hmm. what, he, what he learns at the time of the separation, right? Mm -hmm. So to learn what he learned, let's say I make a clone. I want him to go to school. He goes to class for me and I'm just sitting at the house doing nothing. Let's say I make another clone. He goes to the gym. He works out and I'm just sitting at the house doing nothing, right? Well, to gain the strength that the 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 one that worked out with, we has he has to come back home and it, our cells have to merge back together. Oh, I, gain, I, see. I gain his experience. The I one see. that goes to school, he comes back. I merged with him. I gained his knowledge, so I know what he learned and I have it. But we have to physically merge back because sometimes mm -hmm. you have clones like in Naruto. Poof, they 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 like just poof and whatever, and then he learns it after it dissipates. I have to physically come back with them so that becomes a problem where if let's say one of them gets killed i can still learn his experiences but if the body if he gets killed and they steal the body i don't i miss out i have to yeah. go i have to go get the body right mm -hmm. so that catch second with teleportation obviously i had to have at least been there before or see a picture of it so i can't just teleport like right now to egypt i have to either see a picture of where i'm trying to go or i have to have been there before with that right and then the, there's no, there's really no catch of the density enhancement, but just, I guess, <laughs> super durable. But yeah, that'd probably be like my whole setup for suit cars. It'd be kind of live. Very thought out. Very, very thought yeah, out right. in detail. <laughs> that'd be live. That'd be so live though. If I got three clones and then we all like, or, you know, we got superhuman strength because our density is. How many clones high. are you, are, are you going to allow yourself to get up to? That's the real thing. Because you can't have, like, 10 of yourself, like... Right now, well, here, here's the thing. The limit to my cloning is just practice. So, like, let's say when I first get my powers, I can only make one, right? But as I practice and get stronger, 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 I could end up making, like, multiple. But I guess I can... I'll cap it. I'll cap it at 10. But that's, at, like, my ultimate peak is 10. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Because I was about to say, I'm like, with everything... With, with, with everything going on and everything like that just now think about i think this, this dude's gonna have like a hundred clones just no, doing no. everything like <laughs> but, but think about this think about how strong i could get let's say i make five five clones so six of us the original and also we all everybody knows who the original is because like with clones if you don't have like the right setup 
with the background of the clones, you don't know who the original. Let's say the clones that I make, everybody knows who the original is. So like that way, there is. I don't make a clone. He's like, I'm the original. No, I'm the original. We mentally we know who the original is, right? Yeah. So there's no like fighting. Like we won't fight against each other because we know who's the clone, whatever, whatever. But think about this. Let's say I make five clones. I said all five of them to go work out, right? They all go do a workout. Calvin, when they come back, think about how much stronger I get when I have basically experience of five different me's going through a workout. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's say I make seven clones to go read books or to go search stuff, right? To go look up stuff, right? If I have, and then we all come back together, it's like I do, it's like, sevenfold of the knowledge I gained in that one. Let's say they go for one hour, go to the library, go learn about everything. You learn seven different things in one hour. <laughs> right, exactly. So when it comes back, and I retain it because it's each individual person. So mm -hmm. it's like, all right, let's just say I create a clone every day or you speed train every day. I make another clone. You weight train every day. You basketball train every day, ball skills, every single day. And if I do that for like a year, and I make two of them to basketball train, two of them to speed train, two of them to strict term, I get twice as good at three different things twice as fast or like three mm -hmm. times as fast, right? It's like, it, when in terms of training, I could, it's like almost OP, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, let's say it I got, is OP. It is OP. Like, it's not almost, it is. <laughs> yeah, like if I got to learn something like quick, I can make nine other me's. All 10 of us could be working on it. Then we all come together. It's like a month a week's worth of training in like one hour type thing. So that's my answer. I'll, I'll stop. So Trey can answer. <laughs> Trey, if you were, if you, okay, first thing, which one are you picking DC or Marvel? Uh, <clears throat> if, it, if you have a preference. Marvel. All right. If you had, What's it called? If you were a superhero, what, how would your plot be? And what, what powers would you have? Like, of the story and everything. I don't really know what the plot would be, but, like, I already know what powers I probably have. All right, tell me. You're limited to three powers, Max. <laughs> three? Three. Like, yeah. I feel like he's about to go in on these powers. <laughs> I probably have, like, I have super speed and super strength. And probably, like, you know how the Green Lantern can, like, make stuff? Like, well, like the a lantern ring. ring? Yeah. Would you actually, would you need the ring, or is it a part of your physical powers? It's part of my physical powers. That wouldn't be too bad. That'd be a solid little power. That'd be a solid little setup. That'd almost be OP to be a speedster and, like, Superman type straight. Yeah. Because Superman's, Superman's, even Superman with all his superness isn't as fast as the Flash. If you could imagine Superman as the same fast as or faster than the Flash, you're talking about OP. And then with a Green Lantern ring, oh my God. <laughs> For me, are you, you done, Trey? Or are you, yeah. you going to add some more? For me, the plot, I don't know. The plot would kind of be like, I was thinking like a Benjamin Button, like old dude getting younger. But as he gets younger, he gets like his strength and everything and gets his superpowers. Uh -huh. That's kind of how, like, that plot would go for me. Now, like, powers, obviously, I was thinking about teleportation and obviously speed. But the third one, man, I don't know. I was kind of thinking of something, like, unique. I don't know. I don't know what something different would, would be for that. 
because strength and speed, everybody wants that or has to right. have some capabilities of that. Is it like power? Uh, that teleportation would definitely come in handy. Definitely. I feel Third like one, got, man. I feel like you got you teleport. What? If you got teleportation, would you even need super speed? No, not necessarily. Because if you if you got teleportation, you're faster than a speedster. But not, I mean, not technically, but just that you could travel faster because he still has, even though he can get to, you know, across the world in seconds, he still has to travel that time. But mm -hmm. if with teleportation, you literally void that time. Like you're here, then you're here with, and you don't travel that. It's instantaneous. Like, yeah. But in terms of like, I guess like, I don't know, reaction time and stuff, you wouldn't be as fast. That'd be, mm -hmm. that'd be, that'd be. That'd be a cool dynamic, though, if you had both. If you were a speedster yeah. and then you could... T it's like... <laughs> How am I going to catch this dude? <laughs> you can't be touched. Maybe have, like, some superpowers, like, with the Force. Something like that. <laughs> like from Star Wars? Yeah, something like that. That'd be nice. That'd third be one, man, I'm just... The, the third one, I'm not... I, I don't know what the third superpower would be, to be honest. If you have the Force and then... What's uh, what about flight? Well, I guess, I guess teleportation could, is flight. Like, yeah. yeah, I guess you wouldn't need, you wouldn't need flight with teleportation. You could you could. I would always, say I, I would say the ability to like float, like once you're at a certain height in the air or whatever. Like just levitate. Yeah, basically. But not necessarily fly. Yeah. That's all. I, it could it could it could happen. <laughs> now, now I think about it, you could fly if you could teleport. Because let's say you just teleport like thirty feet in the air. You could mm -hmm. just keep like teleporting as, as you go to your yeah. next destination. And then yeah. instead, of, instead of falling, you teleport on the same level. Mm -hmm. But you could teleport like once you're in the air, you could teleport like 30, 40 feet. That, you know what I'm saying? Like you could teleport with distance. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and then you could just fall for a little bit, like you're like gliding, flying or whatever, and then just teleport back up whenever you get close and just keep. Which would basically be flying, kind of. Not technically, but mm -hmm. that'd be solid. You could chase that's my. That's my my one lunch table question that yeah, I got for y'all. That's a good one. That'd be so cool to get superpowers. I'd be, when, <laughs> I was, when I was a kid, I was like, I hope I get in an accident and I get superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so lit. All right, Trey, what's your one? Uh... Who who do you think had the best draft in like NFL draft this year? Uh, we kind of touched on this last week. I think uh, I forgot who we talked about. Who did I, I think, say? I think I said the Chargers. I think because I think they had like an A minus with their draft. But I'm kind of biased. I like Justin Justin Hubert. Hubert. <laughs> uh. Oh. Oh, Chicago. Did I say Chicago? I think you said Chicago. Is either you or Mitch said Chicago? Yeah, because with let's see, they got Justin Fields quarterback. They got Jenkins offensive tackle. That's right. They got Larry offensive tackle from Missouri. Then they got a running back, receiver, DB, defense, and defensive tackle. Yeah, they had a solid draft. Probably the Bears. Titans could Titans could have had a, a a minus grade, but they screwed up that first draft. I'm saying, still not. I'm not sold on that, man. I'm not. 
I would say like the Browns or the Ravens. Yeah, there's there's wasn't too bad. I don't think the Browns got the best linebacker in the draft in the second round. Ooh, yeah, they got an A minus with a pit, and they got their receiver from Auburn. Yeah, and the receiver from UCLA, safety from Georgia, linebacker from West Virginia, Ohio State defensive tackle. Yeah, they got a oh the Notre Dame linebacker. Yeah, yeah, that's a solid little draft. Solid, solid. Let me see. Is that, is that your one? Yeah. Man, I want to think of a, a creative one because the ones I have on this list, all the ones that are left on this list are like super boring and bland. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. I can, I didn't even think of a, a science one. I'll just have to – I'll come up with some. I might make a list of science talks for the – Science uncle strip, so I always have some. But uh, a lunch table question, man. You don't watch anime, do you, Calvin? Like which? Like I used to, but like I haven't watched none. like recently, like when oh, I say recently, like three here. years. I, I got one. I got one. If you were in Avatar: Last Airbender, which uh element would you want to bend? Bro, I haven't watched Avatar in so it long. It doesn't matter. Would you rather be in water, wind, earth, or fire? It's that simple. And why? Probably water. Water? Ooh. Probably water because just like, I don't know. Like water can cause just so much. Are you always around water? Like right now, like, are you saying like, like, I'm saying like, I'm saying like, cause like you say water, I don't know. Cause I mean, like you got to think practicality wise, if you're a mm -hmm. water bender, like, is there water in your room right now? No. Okay. 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 No, okay. I mean, okay. You, you no, 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 no. There's not water in my room. No, there's not. <laughs> I'm not trying to make you change your question or your No, answer, I'm just saying I am, if I was, but... I'm just saying if I was in the environment uh, or well, surrounding. No, I'm just saying right now, like the life you live, if you could bend an element as a superpower, which one would it be? And what was it again? You said water, fire. There's water, earth, wind, fire. Water, earth, wind, fire. Let's just say earth then. What are you going to say? Choosing. Trey? I would say earth or wind. Earth and wind, I'd always say Earth because Earth, like that's savage. If you could Earth bend, but he said that's savage. <laughs> well, it's one, you know, we're always like Earth is everywhere, but and then you know just rocks in general, and then you could metal bend by default. But I think I'm leaning towards fire because fire is kind of like Earth, but. Even if you're on a boat, you could still bend fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, like, they make their own fire with the air that they have. So, like, unless you're in a vacuum or unless you're submerged underwater, and even then they can still maneuver. Like, you could always – it's kind of like wind, but I just think it's a more aggressive version of wind in terms of, like, being able to bend. You could bend wind anywhere on mm -hmm. Earth, on, 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 in the ocean, wherever. Uh, same with fire. Unless they somehow put you in a bag, but if they do that, they'll kill you. But so I'd probably go 
fire. And then you got the lightning. Uh, I'd probably go fire just because it's an aggressive power. And whatever power, I, superpower I get, I want it to be super aggressive. Okay. <laughs> and then you print, uh, wow, what was Uncle uh, Iroh? I forget his name. With, with the, they hit the lightning. He, he shot it back. I was like, uh, I was like what? He, <laughs> that's live. But I think that's it. Any closing remarks? Uh, I ain't got none. <laughs> Do you? Trey, you got anything? Trey. All right. Well, happy Mother's Day to everybody out there. Special episode. I guess mother, mother. I'm gonna I'm name it Mother's Day special, even though it's mm. just a normal episode. <laughs> uh, Mitch isn't here. He's out having visiting his grandma. Is that what he said? Yeah, or Grandma Lewisburg. Grandma Lewisburg. So he's was off the cast today but he will be back next week he'll be back next week and uh appreciate appreciate you guys listening we're out deuces our first episode from the 615 yes sir all of us i guess i'm the only one that's not be not be here but we out